Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'll be sitting down with some phenomenal women to discuss love. I believe we grew distant out of love of some type. Like, yeah. I don't want to hurt you. Loss. Really don't know what's going to trigger that feeling of right. grief in any moment. And a topic very important to my work self-care. Freedom is self-care. It's not about pedicures. It's not about clothing. It's not about trips. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Today on the show, I'm sitting down with writer, spiritual practitioner, and wellness warrior. Her name is Layla. She is phenomenal. I'm honored to be able to have sat down with her and have some one-on-one conversation rooted in self-care, motherhood, evolution, and everything else in between. This is Layla's story. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Layla, I'm so honored to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining me. My pleasure, Alex, and thank you. I am so honored to be on Hey, Girl with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So before we get started jumping into our conversation about wellness and self-care and balance and all the things, um, please introduce yourself to the listeners. Who are you and what do you do? I am Layla Delia, and I am a writer, soon-to-be author, spiritual practitioner by trade as well, and a wellness practitioner, mother, and a sister friend to many beloved women. <laughs> and I, I share thoughts and ideas and intentions and affirmations, poetry, words, whatever words that you see them as. I share that daily with the audience, with the community about vibrating higher, about self-care, self-empowerment, self-love and, you know, owning your originality and living in that power of of who that is on the planet. So that's my work in the world that I'm doing at this moment. And I know that as conduits and vessels that can always change. But at that moment, this is who I am. (laughs) How did you start your work as a spiritual practitioner? Let's start there. Um, I would love to dive a, a little bit deeper in how that work came to be and then how you were able to build, you know, just finding your own voice, your self-compassion, self-care and all of that on your journey. Well, my journey truly started with pain and it was me. It took me going through my own journey of pain and healing to get to being on this path. I was never on this path before. I would be on I was on a religious, I would say religious more than spiritual growing up. I was always in the church. Mm. My father was a Buddhist, my mother Christian, my grandmother's Christian, mother's elders in the church, my mother as well. And so I had a rich upbringing of religion of especially black church religion. And as we all know, that's fun and beautiful, (laughs) you know, and it's in its own right. But there is something as a young person being from South Central LA and growing up in those elements Mm. that the church was not, you know, truly addressing what I was seeing on a day-to-day culture level. Mm. And I got lost. I was, you know, I had a bunch of pain growing up on and off with traumas and sexual misconduct and where I was victimized. And I carried that silently for years and that ultimately led me to being in relationships that did not serve me. 
and carrying those wounds as a, as a young girl, I didn't realize that that's what it would do to me. Mm-hmm. And so I carried that on. I took on that identity of that young, harmed, wounded girl, that victim. And it took me going through all the way through that pain to a rock bottom to where I was in an abusive relationship. And I left that relationship in the middle of the night with my daughter. And the next relationship I got into was the same. It was another abusive relationship. And now looking back, it's because I did no work. It was Mm. a rebound relationship. So it was repeat. I just hit the repeat, (laughs) hit the repeat button instead of the stop button. And so that happened. And after that one, I, I, I was like, that's it. You know, I had an illness within that time period of exiting that relationship. That was divine intervention. And I found myself in the emergency room when I needing emergency surgery. And something just clicked in my head that don't do the surgery. There's another path for you. This is not it. Just trust. And so that just clear knowing not to go with the surgery that they were trying to make me have that night. And I stayed in the hospital for seven days. I had a long time to just you know, be in contemplation and just look over my life. And granted, I was just coming out of two traumatic situations. So mm-hmm. at that moment, I'm like, whoa, you, I just felt really, I would say involuntarily grounded. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> life, <laughs> it, I was truly placed in that crisis to save myself and in my life and to redirect, you know, my path going forward as a young woman and, my sister who was already on her healing journey and on plant-based living and completely on this path already back then, she had mentioned to me about some a healer who had some herbs that I should try, and I did. And so from there, I got into the works of him, also the work of Dr. Savy, mm-hmm. and doing the work with the, the first healer and then taking Dr. Savy's herbs truly transformed my life. And gave me a whole new body to where, sure enough, I didn't need the surgery. Wow. And now when I look back back at it, yeah, it, it was just vibrating higher as far as leaving a situation, vibrating out of that, vibrating higher with how I had to eat. Because Dr. Savy's nutritional path, in order for you to get on his supplements, and I took the most extreme one where you had to go on a 90-day cleanse. And it was actually a 90-day fast because you basically only eat what's on his nutritional guide, which mm. was so strict and so foreign to me, but I did it. I Something came over me to give me the power to do it. And so all of, all of that was a gateway into healing, into higher self-awareness, into mindfulness, and into eventually my mentors talking me into taking classes. They saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Mm. And I remember times just bashing away from it and even being scared of that vision they saw for me. But they saw that I, they saw me where I am now. And I give thanks that they would have that vision because at that time I truly didn't. I was still trying to get my bearings and find my balance coming out of that whole tornado of a life I was living you know and so but I eventually one thing I do know is I just always took this my spirituality with me whether I was in the streets you know running wild as a young young girl in LA or in abusive relationship or in the church I honored 
spirit. And mm. I don't know if that makes any sense, it but does. it does. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like that, that younger. And I always say your grandmother's prayers are still protecting oh, you. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That one, <laughs> because that's truly what was for me when I was in all those situations, I did not die. I did mm. not lose my mind. I am, I came out of it. And now to where I'm living life where I'm thriving in self-care and mind care, mental health. And so I always re- remind people that, that where you have been is not it. You know, right, you are, right. that's just a page in your story. Don't give up on yourself. Your story is still being written because that's what it was for me, Alex. And I cannot tell you how much the path of vibrating higher has got me through so much all the way to here. And just fast forward, all of that was I started sharing what I was going through as a cathartic process, mm. writing, yeah. <laughs> as you know, also well. Uh, the writing process is so cathartic, and it just turned, at first it started as an online journal, so to speak, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and even on MySpace. I would say on MySpace, even remember MySpace. Yes, oh my I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember MySpace. That's where my poems lived for a long time. Is they? Oh, I wish I would have known that back then. I would have. Oh, I don't. I I'm glad I they're right there. Fine where they belong <laughs> if they're still okay, there <laughs> yeah, that whole, yeah that self that first draft of work <laughs> yeah but no I remember that oh and it's so goodness. interesting just to interject really quickly um I want to <laughs> touch on your grandmother's prayers because my nana has said I prayed for you to be where you are today oh, and my just hearing those words and then hearing another woman of color say that her grandmother almost you know did the same thing I mean I feel like all black grandmas are like are like (laughs) doing that and and praying for us and uplifting us and I want to talk about that a little bit um especially when you were going through the tornado as you called it um and you are a mother to a daughter so did mothering and um finding your way back home to yourself and through grandmother's prayers um change how you decided to move through the world having a daughter and being in this space of okay it's time it is time to reroute it's time yes to vibrate higher and also shift my way of living for this this kid Hey Girl is brought to you by Skillshare. I love Skillshare. You guys have heard me say this before, but I'm a student on their platform and it is so fun to be able to dive into these different classes that they offer. Right now, I'm exploring the creative writing classes. One that's really standing out to me is by Ashley C. Ford and her course is called Creative Personal Writing, Write the Real You. What I love most about Skillshare is that it's an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative entrepreneurs skills. You can take a class in everything from photography to creative writing like I am, design to productivity and more. So whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside of your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare definitely has a class for you. Lifelong learning is important because it keeps our minds open and moving and creative. I love that Skillshare has a little bit of everything for everyone. Join Join the millions of students, including myself, already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare 
for free when you use my code. That's right. Skillshare is offering Hey Girl listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Hey Girl. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash Hey Girl to start your two months now. You will not regret it. Skillshare.com slash Hey Girl. Do you love discovering new products? Are you a beauty and fashion maven constantly on the hunt for the next best thing? Ever read about or spot something online that you've always wanted to try but never have? Then you might love FabFitFun. It allows women everywhere to discover new products as well as including rave review and must-have brands that you know and love. It's like Christmas four times a year. Stumped on gift ideas? FabFitFun is also a great gift for someone you love. You can surprise your mom or sister with this awesome summer box packed with great items. Do you have a daughter who's going to college, maybe, or a friend who's a new mom? FabFitFun is an awesome care package. My last box came with this beautiful lotus towel. It was blue, and it's shaped like the flower, and it has a gorgeous design in the middle. That's something we've been laying out on the deck and relaxing on for a few weeks now. So what I love about FabFitFun is that they offer full-size products, no samples of anything. Every box is guaranteed to have over $200 plus in retail value. The summer 2019 box has a total retail value between $269 to $467. That's fantastic. Treat yourself with items in it, such as the Sutra Professional Mini Travel Blow Dryer, the beautiful Vicks Paula Lotus Towel, or the West Elm Indigo Tie-Dye Bowls. Many of the products' individual value is more than the entire cost of the box. You can customize your box by choosing some products and some add-ons with each one. Or you can be surprised. It's great for discovering new brands and new products. What a better way to shop. I'm looking forward to my next box because they're always so different and packed with things I can actually use. I like to share the items in my box with my 11-year-old. She's really into skincare these days. We recently got a clay mask and a foot mask and a body scrub. She loves them all. The FabFitFun 2019 Summer Box is on sale now. So sign up for FabFitFun today. These boxes always sell out. You can use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. All you have to do is go to FabFitFun to sign up and get started. Use promo code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. I remember that second abusive relationship that I left my daughter, the day I left, my daughter was in the car. I didn't want her to come in because that's the day I was like, this is it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm standing in my power. And I didn't have that language for it then, but it was a feeling. Right. And I just knew that this was a day, this was it. I was going to take her away from this and this cycle was going to break. Mm. And, you know, she's getting older now. And, you know, I don't know how much of this is going to be visible. That I didn't know. Mm. And I had enough, <laughs> I had enough sense in myself at that moment to know, okay, hey, I've seen things on the streets that have traumatized me. I've been through things that have traumatized me, and I don't want this to continue to have any type of effect on her. And so that truly was a moment to say, 
let me be more responsible for this life. If I'm not doing it for me, let me do it for her. Mm. And that was a determining factor. And my grandmother's conversations with them, remembering their spirit, and truly walking in the world as a prayer, mm. when you think about it, because your grandmothers are praying for you, all the days I spent in church, I truly understand now from the spiritual realm and a spiritual perspective that everything you did in church, it, you're even praying for yourself, that is a protection for you when you're in the world. And and I kind of I call it now you're in a controlled environment, mm. so to speak, on your journey so that we don't feel so disconnected and so lost that, you know, remember that the divine is in ultimate control and as much pain as you think you're going through, it's never going to overwhelm you to the point where you can't take it. it. This is a controlled experience, this earth, this human experience. And so if we don't give up on ourselves, we do get to see that part of the control is bringing us to a higher level, that it's it's just like alchemy is taking us from scrap metal and whatnot into gold, mm-hmm. into precious jewels. And so when we can remember that, that whole thing of getting tested and tried, and we feel like we're in the fire in so many ways that that can look like that there is an ultimate purpose. You know, think about that. If if a alchemist was to give up on the scrap metal and while it's being burned and mm-hmm. when it's red and glowing with that, you know, that whole part when it's the most hot, right. <laughs> the most heat. Right. But if you stick to it and you're persistent and you have the goal in mind, no, I'm being shaped and I'm being molded, I'm being made into something much better, that's the process that can get us through. That's the mindset. And that's what vibrating higher can do in those moments. It truly took me to have that type of mindset. And going back to my grandmother's prayers always did it for me. For years, I would keep my grandmother's Bible with me. And when she had passed and transitioned on, I was able to still have that spiritual connection with her And that was so powerful because my grandmother was born in 1912 and she never knew how to read. And she was from Texas, picked cotton, you know, part of the whole sharecropping thing. And so she truly lived that life where she was not privileged to go to school. Um, You know, she tried and, but her family needed her to help. As you know, back then Mm -hmm. the whole family had to pitch in to even make it, Right. you know, and so school was a luxury. So, She had that third grade education, and for the three years that she did go to school, she would have to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning, pick cotton, go to school, and they used to get out at 12 o'clock noon, pick cotton again, go home, go to church. And then, you know, it's like that life was so much. And so when I think back to her Bible for me, that was her world. That was, think about it, you know what I mean? Like that was their whole lifeline. Like our phone is our lifeline. My Mm. grandmother's Bible was her lifeline. Mm. (laughs) Probably your grandmother too, you know? So that rich spirituality that got them through all the things that they had to go through and see and vibrate higher out of and, and, shift out of can you imagine oh my goodness and so I truly hold on to her spirituality as my own a lot of times and it almost birthed me into mine which I think is so beautiful having some type of elder yeah in your life that yeah. can help you birth into your own from there mm-hmm. it's so beautiful it shows that you know the story is continuing and we can break our cycles you know what I mean Absolutely. Um, yep. I really can yep. relate to you when you said um you know, this, you know, this cycle has to stop here, yeah. especially yeah. raising 
daughters. I remember feeling the same way when I had my oldest daughter. I was 18 when I had her and just being like, this has, this has to stop with me. Like it has to. And I had to learn how to lean into my power. And I didn't have the language back then as you, you know, and then we just kind of we just kind of <laughs> vibrate higher, as you say, and and yeah. and find a way. Like when we're ready, we're ready. And I want to talk about yeah. that because I get those questions a lot, specifically centered around um, writing and folks reading mm. the work. Some folks really being already deep in their own work and being able to relate. And then some folks not yet getting there and they can't really relate to the work. So there's questions like, well, how do you know? And I'm tired of feeling heard and I've tried that and and it it sucks for me still. So I wanna know from you as someone who's not only a writer, but in the work of spiritual practicing and wellness on a mindful level, what do you tell your clients? And you know, the people who asked you those questions maybe even insinuating that we have it all figured out or you have it all figured out and they don't how do you encourage and how do and how do you uplift them in their thoughts of I'm never gonna be able to be out of whatever I'm out of because that's a real feeling too yeah it is it's a real feeling and I see a lot I get a lot of even sometimes on my posts as I'm sure with you, you'll probably see this where they'll say, well, I want to do this, but this is easier said than done. Or yeah, something I get like that, that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> easier said than done. And if there is one phrase that, like, I would want to erase, phrases I would erase <laughs> out of the lexicon, right? But that definitely is one because when we say easier said than done, like, mm. right there, you're giving your power away. Mm-hmm. You know, you're giving your power away to that situation. So, but I understand, you know, I, I understand how that can, it can look like that and yes. it can, it can feel like that. You know, you're looking, whatever is in front of you, this huge mountain is in front of you. So yeah, it does look easier said than done to climb the mountain. But if you can switch that and then get into some type of empowerment to say, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I will do this. Mm. I will call them the help. Yeah. I will, you know, because we can do that. We can do that as energetic, vibrational, spiritual beings. We're not alone. And there's a whole other unseen spiritual realm that we are a part of, whether we realize it or not. And those forces are just as real as what we see all day. You know, we can't see our breath, but we're using it. We can't see our energy, but we're feeling it. Mm -hmm. We're feeling it from other people. You know, we can't see a lot of the things that happen to sustain us, but it's happening and so we have to remember that that continues when we think of the world as far as how big it is and how how much this work is going to expand us or, or call of us mm. and do we have enough strength. And so you do, you just have to call on that strength. And what I found to be true in moments when I feel overwhelmed or I feel that's bigger than the amount of strength I have right now, I switch to saying, okay. <laughs> I have to call in the reserve. I have to pull this strength from somewhere. And for me, that can either be self-care, it could be mind care. And a practice that I do that works so powerfully is just reasserting myself in the spirit realm. And a lot of times we don't realize that we have given so much to where we can feel diluted spiritually 
And we've been seeing so much on whether it's social media, having conversations, maybe in agreement with people who are not living in their power, you know, agreeing with their terms and their words. But when you when you read things and agree with them or you have to be really mindful of because sometimes we can we can have a conversation where someone is saying, oh, you know, um, I'm having the worst day ever or my life is never going to get any better. Mm. And out of well-meaning, you can say, yeah, yeah, right? You know, and right, so right. in those small little ways, we want to make sure we're not affirming. And so I've started, I've changed how I answer those where I started saying, hmm, like something like that to where I'm not saying yes, because I don't want that to be my reality. And I definitely don't want it to continue to be the other person's reality. But there's ways that we can affirm what we want the world to show up and look as. I recently started wearing a new bra by Third Love, and I absolutely adore it. Did you know that breast shape matters when you're finding a good fit? I didn't. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. I found the Fit Finder quiz really helpful when I was picking out my Third Love bra. I didn't know I was wearing the wrong size for so long. I think what's really awesome about this is that over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date, and it's actually a pretty fun experience. I answered a few simple questions, and I found my perfect fit in about 60 seconds. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, which is more sizes than most other brands, including their signature half cup sizes. Not only that, but Third Love is convenient. You can skip the trip to the mall, find your fit with their online fit finder, order, try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. What really sold me on Third Love was the 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. What's not to love? Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering Hey Girl listeners 15% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash heygirl to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash heygirl for 15% off today. A big thing that helped me to shift mindset-wise in this way was the book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. That book is a game changer. (laughs) I read that book and I'm like, what? Like, I read that book. It was completely sucked into a vortex that I never exited from. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I have heard great things about it. I have to put that on my reading list. Oh, it's a must. Like, it is so life-changing, game-changing. And I love it because Joseph Murphy comes at it from a spiritual angle. So it's not so scientific. It's not so woo-woo. It's just a medium balance. You know, I love a good woo-woo and I love a good scientific. But yeah. when you can find, in a, and a spiritual, but then when you can find both, that's that's the place that I love to live in, you know, mm-hmm. because it's it's making it holistic now. Yes. And, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. So basically, I just, 
definitely encourage everyone to know that you can assert yourself in the spirit through your language, mm-hmm. even through your energy. And that can just look like, you know, oh, I can't get out of bed today and I'm just, you know, I can't do the work, I don't feel creative, whatever it is. Or you can shift and reassert yourself and say, I will do this. But mm-hmm. really, you take authority and it is reasserting yourself and you might have to say it out loud as an affirmation, and the affirmation, maybe it won't sound sweet and soft and beautiful right. as when you want to relax, right. because sometimes we need to be, you know, we need to have these different sides of us and use our tones. Yes. <laughs> we have tones for a reason. We have you to know? check ourselves. There you go. Perfect, Alex. Check yourself. Check mm-hmm. yourself. I always say self-correct. Yep. You're like, that's exactly that same. <laughs> that's that that's same. way more pretty than than check yourself. I will. I will start using... So we have to self-correct, but also sometimes yes. we do need a good, okay, come on, girl. Like you can come do on, this, <laughs> get on up, get yep. on up, self-correct, get, get in line. On up. <laughs> yes. And it works so good. Yeah. And, and like I, for me, I had to do this two days ago. I was so drained, like literally. And I'm, and, and as you know, I was doing a, a clean, a, a fast. Mm-hmm. And so and you know that first couple of days in that fast Ooh, are hard. major, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh goodness! So I started getting all the flu-like symptoms that come with the whole first first three days of fasting. And but I had work to do, and I wanted to just lay around and do the whole self-care thing, and just you know. And we want to make sure that self-care is a tool, but not a crutch, right, you know. And right. so, right. And I was like, I can stay in self-care, you know, for three more days or whatever. But I knew that I had a goal. And part of my, like, you know, we all have integrity work that we're doing as we're healing also. But part of my integrity work is making my deadlines, working with my time management, you know, and that's part of what I'm working on. And because that has always been one of my things, time management. Like I used to be the one just, you know, conveniently late and, you know, and showing up. (laughs) whatever, you know, whatever I could. But once I started vibrating higher, I started looking at energy different. I knew that I wanted to show up different. And so through the years, Mm -hmm. I just knew that that was an area I wanted to start honoring. And and just a quick insert there that any weaknesses that anyone feels you have, if if you switch it, that can be one of your greatest strengths. Mm. So now I am able to really be really well with time management, honoring commitments, and you know that kind of thing so so yeah so going back to those flu flu like symptoms I just had to reassert myself and tell speak to my body speak to myself to get up get active yeah activate let's do this work you know muscles activate energize (laughs) all of that and and I do this visualization sometimes when I'm just really feeling fatigued and have to get up maybe extra early or if I'm just drained I speak to my muscles and I send them love and I, I tell them to energize and to, you know, work for me. Let's get this work done. Let's all work together to get this day's task done. Yeah. And, you know, because we, we put so much in that sometimes our body is like, oh, give me some love too. Give mm-hmm. me some, some positive Pour affirmation. Pour into me. Pour into Pour me. Into me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. So, so, I mean, I think holistically that a lot of the work that we're doing is about managing our mind and managing our ourself, our ability to stand in our strength and in our power, mm-hmm. because that's the first thing that happens a lot of times when we're met with a challenge or with something new, there might be a, a, a sense of fear 
or a sense of not recognizing something unfamiliar and just, you know, chalking it up to this is something not for me or this is something I can't do. So truly standing in your, in your power is about reasserting yourself and knowing that most of the things that you've been to been through up to this point are have fortified you yes. and you are yes. ready for yes. these things that are meeting you on your path. You know, whether it's a, a quote you see that resonates with you or something that you see somebody else doing that resonates with you, that's none of that's by chance, you know, and this is how the world and the world of spirituality gets its job done is through vessels. And mm-hmm. so just assert yourself and know that you are worth it. Know that you're worth it, you know. And also be okay with not wanting to do the work. And that isn't yeah. met with mm. not doing the work, but yep. being okay with, you know, this is hard for me. I don't yeah. want to do it, but I'm going to do it because I deserve yeah. to. And I think mm. that's where some in my own personal journey, it was hard to break cycles and lose friends and leave relationships and change Ooh. everything from time management to how I interacted with people to how I interacted with myself in order to interact mm. with other people. That The work is hard. It is not really? easy. It's not pretty all the time. Yeah. Most of the time it is a mess and it's yep. sorting through the mess and saying, I don't want to clean this up, but I need yeah. to. And I'm going to. Oh, I love it. I really, I really commend you for being able to stand in your power and choose to vibrate higher anyway, even when it was hard, even when you backtracked, even when yeah. you, you know, felt like you couldn't. And I think that's such a glorious thing to be able to say out loud and then also put into practice so that you can not yeah. only continue to help yourself, but help other people. And that's mm. big. That is big. Before we go, I want to talk a little bit about your self-care practice and how you fill yourself up without necessarily needing to, you know, tend to a client or tend to, you know, we always have to tend to our kids, but also taking a time to just like have mama time and not having to tend to a manuscript deadline and all these big things. How does Layla pour into herself just for herself? Yeah, I completely honor when it is time to pour into myself. And that can look so many different ways. Maybe it's a bath, therapeutic time in a bath, water therapy mm-hmm. has has become one of my favorites, or a massage. And I truly love and loving reflexology. And it's just allowing, because I live in such love and passion for vibration mm-hmm. for what it for how I see it and I see reflexology as it goes hand in hand with helping the energy get distributed redistributed through the body in a healthy way and even bringing in higher energy into the body and energy that doesn't need to be there helping it to release and so reflexology has been such a help for me in that and I just noticed whenever I leave a reflexology session, I'm feeling so renewed, <laughs> so yeah. renewed, yeah. and even more clarity. And so that's been a practice, dancing, laughing with my young son, my daughter, all of us laughing and dancing together. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times just stepping away from the work and completely forgetting about it allows the work to get better. Yeah. And I've seen that, right? I've mm-hmm. seen that so much. So it's so important to enjoy your life live a life of balance 
And when it doesn't feel easy, just go back to the things that strengthen you and make you feel like you again, whatever that could look like. It can look like so many different ways. And the fun thing is we get to explore. You know, we get to explore into what works for us. We don't have to take anyone's self-care regimen verbatim, and we don't have to just say that's for me too or why doesn't it work for me mm. it's just about maybe tweaking this and that and or maybe even discovering a new path but really giving yourself grace grace to grow and to heal and mm. to recharge and just to really be with yourself and know that we don't have to be superwoman all day long yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. I call it slow like I do slow living so much like I truly believe in creating when it's right, right, um, cooking slow meals, mm. slowing down, turning things off, disconnecting things, and just living, just being a being, a human being, mm. and without any type of interference of needing to do this or any outside projections, you know, and just being okay with, with taking your life slow. Everything is so fast now online, especially, so just truly knowing that it's okay to live slow when you need to and when you need to pick it up you can do that too so truly living in that balance is just a, a special sweet spot I think that's a great way to end thank you so much Layla I appreciate your time today you're awesome the Hey Girl podcast is a member of the District Productive produced by Paul Woody Woodhall and me Alex L music by DC's own Kokai. Okay.